Hi everyone, my name is Monica Kretschmer and I'm the founder and CEO of the Universal Women's Network, Women of Inspiration, and this is the Women of Inspiration podcast, where we speak with uh, inspiring women who are leading, inspiring and motivating others. Um, these are women that are trailblazing paths and doing remarkable things locally, nationally, and globally. Today, it's my absolute pleasure and I see a speaker. I'm just gonna pause here for just a moment. Hello everyone, my name is Monica Kretschmer and I'm the founder and CEO of the Universal Women's Network, Woman of Inspiration, and this is the Woman of Inspiration podcast, where we speak with inspiring women who are leading by example and inspiring others locally, nationally, and globally. So today with me is Karen McNeil. Karen is a psychologist. She is the uh, founding partner of Headversity. So Karen, I would love you to share a little bit about Headversity for those of you that have not um, dip their toes into to, to learn more about that. Um, you are a psychologist with the Copen Healthcare Center in Calgary, and also you've been a seasonal instructor at the Haskins School of Business, their MBA program, and of course, teaching uh, programs for high performance. Now, Karen, you have worked with uh, over the last four. Um, for Olympic Winter Games, oh my goodness, you've worked with Olympians um, for, uh, I want to say decades, really, over the last four <laughs> Olympics, decades, um, you know, and you work with mindset, getting people into the right mindset. So right now, I couldn't think of a better person to talk about mindset than yourself. So thank you so much for joining us, Karen. Um, it's great to have you on. I just want to mark the date. You know, we are only five weeks out from what is now we're classifying as the great pause, right? So March 11th, the World Health Organization classified this as a global pandemic. And there's not one soul in the entire world where this is not impacting someone in some way. So um, Karen, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, look forward to having the conversation with you. Awesome. So let's start with your story. So I, I think it's always really interesting. People always want to know why you chose the path that you're on. And so maybe you can share a little bit um, with the listeners and the viewers today, um, you know, a little bit about your journey. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, my journey really, I think a lot of, of where I am today started in sport. And, and sport is just such a great microcosm of handling challenges, working as a team, um, trying to rise to be your best in rugged conditions. And so, um, you know, played all sports uh, during the year and then, I, and then it was really field hockey that chose me by the end. And I ended up playing for Team Canada for over a decade. But my very first international match, after training, I don't know how many years to get on that team, I finally was able to wear the maple leaf on my back. And um, I get to the field, we're in, we're in Amsterdam at this time, and um, have a sense of panic around this. And uh, finally, once it's my opportunity to go on the field, um, I was a hot mess and I blew it. And I lasted probably about four minutes. And I trained my craft. I knew what I was doing. I trained my body, but I had not trained my mind. Mm. And so after that experience, um, I thought never again would I let my mind be a thief of my big moment. 
And so that really uh, forged this passion um, and uh, it, it has informed my life's work, which is really around developing others' mental fitness, building their resilience so they can show up consistently and at their best um, on a consistent basis. That is so inspiring. And I have to say, you know, when I want, when I'm thinking about some of the big goals that I have, I always think about you and training like an Olympian, like that Olympian mindset, meaning, you know, I need my sleep. I need to meditate. I need to have my goals. And I have all of these things sort of lined up. That's really important. And I actually try and I mean, I'm not Olympian by any stretch, but that's the kind of mindset that you have to have in place for to succeed. So I, I think that's an amazing thing that you're doing for people. Now, Karen, when you were a little girl, did you did you ever consider that you'd be in this field, or was it you just uh, into sports and, and wanting to, you know, make an impact that way? Yeah, I mean, I think really um, when I was little, sport was a big part of it, and and always that journey. But I always had these these difference makers, and and it was usually around imparting wisdom around um, how I could calm um, or I'm a high energy girl as you know but but imparting little little tips and tools in terms of how I can regulate some of my emotions how I could focus and direct my energy how I could build that confidence um, and and that made a world of difference so I think no I wanted to be an astronaut um, and then I wanted to be a sport broadcaster uh, those were my two big things the astronaut there's was, still time Karen there's still, yeah, time. still time so yeah sport broadcaster was good I was I was good that was gonna be my thing um, and then really Really just throughout my journey it, it once again it's a career that kind of chose me and um, and then you know I, I actually through my school journey I, I started in sports psychology did a master's there and then I wanted more clinical and counseling psychology so I did applied psychology did another master's and then my PhD was organization sport performance and counseling so so that's my practice today it really encompasses mental health mental fitness and building that resilience so so I'm, I'm very um, uh, blessed to be able to work with with so many different populations, high performers, leaders, um, organizations, and and um, helping develop them so that they can have a positive impact on others. What a niche you've created! Is there anybody else in the world that is doing remotely close to what you're doing? Well, I think I hear crickets. I hear crickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and you know what? There's a there, there's a bunch of us out there. I think, and, and that's the thing. There's a few streams. There's the psychology world, and then there's the, the there's the performance psychology. And and in the states, they train a little bit different than we do in Canada. But typically, we stay in one stream. Where I've done kind of both, which allows me to kind of dance in in a few of the worlds. So it's um yeah, I think it it really is. It's it's the ability to work, as you say. I'm the the um, lead mental health counselor with the Canadian Olympic team. So leading a charge in terms of supporting the athletes through this um, these uncertain times. Um, you know, a, a founder at Headversity, as you mentioned, which really is a, a mental wellness tech company. So having a digital online application um, that measures, tracks, and trains resilience. I mean, you know, the, the one silver lining or the one gift of all this is we can really have make an impact and help people um, because of the digital format and, and they have resilience training in their fingertips, which that resilience is so important right now. So yeah, I just feel blessed that I'm able to kind of um, live my purpose, which is to be a difference maker and, and help develop others so, so they can be the best version of themselves.
Well, I, I, I'm sitting here, I have like five, like I have a whole page full of questions, but as you're talking, I'm thinking about all these other questions. So um, the first question for you is, is, you know, your journey in your path, how has, and this is probably pretty, you know, like obvious, but how has your journey and path prepared you for leading through the current crisis that we're facing? Great question, Monica. And, and I think this really is the epitome of what resilience is. And when we look at resilience, there, there's a school of thought and, and we, we've heard that it's bouncing back. Something happens and then I bounce back and, 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 and I'm resilient. And that's that. there's a place for that. Where we see it at Headversity, resilience is the readiness to face adversity. So I'm equipping myself with personal assets, insight and awareness on how I respond to stress, tools and strategies to regulate that normal emotional reaction, ability to handle difficult conditions. And so I think my path as an athlete, um, being years in the field, um, attending multiple Olympic games, which is a pressure cooker and, and understanding what I need to navigate in those, those moments. And, and, and it's having the tools and strategies um, to regulate. And, and let's be clear, it doesn't mean that I present and I behave perfectly all the time because I have that knowledge. I'm a human being, but I have the awareness. Like last Thursday, um, you know, I have, I have this brand, you know, I've, I've identified the brand in terms of how I want to show up. So calm, grounded and proactive. Well, I was a two out of 10 on calm and, um, and, and grounded. And so it just gave me that insight that, okay, I need the weekend off. I need to go regulate. So I think part of it is, is it's almost having, I call it like that mental fitness golf bag, right? So if you go around a golf course um, with all these different clubs, um, uh, using just your putter isn't going to be effective for each shot. You need all these tools, the calm club, the mindfulness club, the confidence club, the focus club, to be able to navigate all these different circumstances. So I think the journey in terms of learning all this stuff, combined with the experience of being in high pressure, um, uncertain, unpredictable environments and building the confidence in myself that I have what I need to adjust or adapt to whatever comes my way. Amazing, and that is such a, a great place to be, right? And I, I, you know, I say that I thrive in that adversity as well because it's been, you know, 13 years for me that it's been constant. So right now, all I'm, I, I switch my hat on almost and go, okay, where are the solutions through this? Let's look about the solutions. So I'm, I'm very, you know, like I thrive where I get excited. I look at see opportunities everywhere, right? Because I've been so conditioned to think about the other side, to think about coming through, to think about pushing forward. So, you know, um, what are some of those tips and strategies that you might be able to share with our listeners from your experience that you can share about resilience or getting into that mindset? Yeah, and I think that the, the very first place to, to start, and I think that is part of it, we got to push through, we've got to forge, we also have to connect to what is. And so I think the very first part of it is to, um, you know, really connect with with what's going on for you, what what's what's happening in your internal climate. We are all going to have different emotions and different reactions, and all of those are normal and valid. So part of it is to to um, acknowledge and accept what 
the internal experience is. And so I think we've got to remember that emotions are um, there to protect us, that they're there to serve us. And so um, uh, Susan David, love her work, emotional agility, highly recommend to, to all the listeners out there. But she talks about our emotions um, as data. So it's information. It's telling me A, what I need, and B, what's important to me. So for example, if I'm feeling anxious or overwhelmed, that's just telling me I'm feeling a little bit out of control and I need um, to feel, uh, I need a little bit more reassurance and security. And then uh, the, the, the trick is, is to not let our emotions be directors. So I'm feeling anxious and overwhelmed and I go buy all the toilet paper or I um, stay inside and, and don't go out and, and, and that's not good for me either. And so it's, it's, it's that nimbleness and that's what she talks about with the emotional agility. It's to experience the full range of emotions with, with um, compassion. Yeah, it's normal, we're humans. And curiosity. Uh, what is it telling me that I need and make sure that we're attending to that. So, so Monica, I think the first thing is once again, normalizing, um, accepting those emotions. So that's one piece. I think, I think the second piece is really going back to, to managing all that uncertainty to accept it, but also focus on what's in your control. So controlling the controllables, right? So this is a novel situation. There's no playbook, but what can I do? I can build my immunity. I can take care of myself really well physically. I can boost my mental health. A crisis is a terrible thing to waste. Uh, I've heard from some colleagues. So, so let's use it as an opportunity to build those those resilient skills. And then I think the the last thing I I I I, I speak to people about is is you know our brain's going to be lit up when we're scanning for threat and danger. We need to pair that with what's good. So using that tool of gratitude or having that challenger mindset in terms of what is the opportunity here? How is Karen gonna learn, grow, develop um, as a result of this experience? How is the world? You mentioned that's the first time we've all had to fly in formation. I know in the sport world, we're breaking down barriers, we're, we're communicating and working collectively. It's been amazing. So, so those would be a few things that uh, people can try out. Amazing. I think that's a whole, that's a lot of things to absorb. And what I'm taking out from what you're saying, that's really, really important where I tend to speak fast and go right through myself personally is to acknowledge the time because I'm like, got it. And then I move on. Like, I just want to move past it so quickly. So I think that's really, really important and valuable information. It's like sit with it, feel it, and then choose to, to go to move forward with it right so I think acknowledgement is really powerful so thank you for reminding me about that as well today so um, that was really great advice now your company um, Karen with Headversity you know as a founder in the company and leading an organization how has the culture shifted how are you leading are you leading differently as a leader yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, I heard a quote the other day, which really stood out to me. And, and it was, um, you know, we're, we're not um, working from home. We're at home during a pandemic trying to work, 
right? So, so I think within that, it's really, um, you know, the the acknowledgement. We've talked about work-life balance before. We've talked about creating boundaries even more now. Um, you know, making sure that people are taking care and and creating that separation. Um, so I think that's one thing is to to you know when we're when we're looking at uh, what needs to be done, we're looking at it in the context in which we're trying to do it, right? So so I think that would be a piece of it. I think the other thing um, at Hedversity, we're really talking about the brave new workplace, right? And so this is a place where um, we are unfazed by remote work where we know how to use technology. And, and it's really around doing those team check-ins um, and, and really knowing the rules, which, sorry, they, my team will laugh because I'm horrible at this, not cutting in, um, giving room for others to speak. So we don't have those natural cues that we normally would, right? So learning how to do that, um, um, making sure that, that we're, we're um, using the technology in front of us in order to deliver some of our um, products. And that's the thing with Hedversity is we are digital. Uh, we're a new way of mental health just to get people the access so they can have it and be empowered to have it in their own fingertips. Amazing. And, you know, I think that, you know, this, what it's provided is an opportunity to get where we want to be. Um, so many organizations that I've talked to, they're like, well, we had, you know, decided that we were going to go 100%, well, we're going to go virtual or, you know, do a bigger piece of our business virtually. And now overnight, people have had to adapt to that, like instantly. So it's actually um you know push us into a space of uncomfortableness but it's provided us opportunities to grow at the same time and to learn those experiences so that's right really yeah. interesting I think we were gonna get there. yeah sorry i think we were gonna get there anyway i think you're right i think this has just expedited us into this brave new workplace yeah and I look at the, like your business, um, the Universal Women's Network is we, we've got like a global network. And so I look really hard on bringing almost like a magnet um, awareness to the network and to the people in the businesses that are associated right now. But they're all, it's, I it's see that there's a galaxy. There's a galaxy of businesses. So I see us as being like a magnet just to bring all that together. So it's kind of exciting when you think about kind of that bigger vision of what we're actually capable to do and um, what we can actually do with the situation, the technologies that we do have in place. That's right. And, and you know, we talk about the social distance. Well, well I, I'll call it physical distance because what we need to maintain during this time is the connection and is the relationships. And there's some really great opportunities to do that in your own circles, but I think as you just alluded to is globally, right? So so there is a, a way to reach as we are all experiencing this at the same time. So this is Women of Inspiration podcast. So I, I do have to, you know, talk about women of inspiration and the leaders and the female leaders like yourself that are really like I see this is like it's front and center in the media. Look at our healthcare workers. You know, we've got some amazing um, entrepreneurs that are, you know, spearheading some amazing um, initiatives to help and support and, you know, carry people through this crisis. So why is it so critical that we elevate these female leaders, especially in this time right now? Yeah, and I think, you know, like we, we've looked at, there was an article around um, all the chief medical officers and, and you know, Dina Henshaw, she's doing an amazing job. And and I think, you know what, it's it's the opportunity and it's, it's, it's not about females being better than, 
It's about um, acknowledging the impact females can have in these types of situations. And so I think, you know, it really is um, um, the, uh, as I said, an opportunity to, to highlight the different contributions um, that females can really have to our economy, um, to our communities, and um, to individuals who are struggling um, uh, through these times of uncertainty. And we are going to continue to elevate and um, recognize, and we've also sort of, you know, put it out there that we want to recognize our healthcare workers, you know, the unsung heroes, the frontline workers, because it's really important. I think heroes and leaders are actually born through crisis. Would you agree? Yeah, and you know what? The thing is, is under crisis, under duress, that's where, you know, uh, people really show their true colors. And so, um, you know, I heard a, a, another quote the other day with organizations and, and, and individuals is, you know, you really, uh, through this, you really have an opportunity um, to mark your brand, how you respond to this, whether it's your personal brand or as an organization, how you attend to your people. That will really be remembered and highlighted throughout. So once again, um, I think it just kind of will show the gaps, but also show the amazing opportunities and the amazing um, people out there that are that are really standing tall and rising to the occasion. Amazing. And I wouldn't, um, so we talk about women, but I also like to, to bring a little bit of awareness to the support hers in our network. So um, how are those support hers in your network, Karen, um, the male champions? Why is it so important to not forget about those male champions? Yeah, and, and then this, that's the thing where, where we get into the women, the men, and the and I think it's just humans, right? And 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 there's the humans and there's the individuals in there that are um, there to support you, there to to help you rise. But it's sometimes let's just face it, they just may have a different voice in a different um, um, group or or medium, right? And so it's to have all the voices come together to elevate, to empower and to make sure that we get these remarkable women and men um, contributing to, to, to make things uh, and, and, and help us navigate uh, the challenges that we're facing. And I see a lot of uniting happening. Like I see uniting collaborations, um, innovations, you know, I want to say unlikely collaborations sometimes of just have wanting to just work together and, and solve a problem where it's not about a man, it's not about a woman, it's not about you know, it's just like businesses coming together that wouldn't have ever worked together or, um, you know, I, I see everybody uniting right now, which is so exciting, right? I think that everything that's happening, I hope you don't forget about that. Well, and, and this is where I think, I think you're exactly right. And there, there's a common purpose right and 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 it's really clear and and so i think people are, are really looking at the contribution so i'll give you an example in sport so um i love nimbility you'll just cut that piece or whatever we're, yeah no we're just flying through with it because yeah. we're being authentic right now we're just okay. you know a little bit of a technology glitch but we're now back <laughs> okay we're ready to go okay we're back on we're back on technology we gotta love it uh no i think we were just chatting about um you know how people are banding together and an example in sport so so right now um for all the national sport organizations so our canadian teams there's a variety of sport partners that serve them and and so um during this time we've developed a um covid19 mental health and mental performance task force and really um it's made up of all the sport partners so we have canadian olympic committee 
Canadian Paralympic Committee, Own the Podium, um, Game Plan, um, uh, who else do we have? Canadian Center for uh, Mental Health and Sport and our uh, Sports Center Networks. And so all these individuals almost creating this army of mental performance consultants uh, and psychologists to go help the sport community where traditionally we'd be in our little silos and we'd be doing things, you know, kind of um, with different initiatives. And so we're really getting alignment. We're, we're communicating. We're, we're, sh we're creating a model of how we can work together, which I really hope will continue because um, it really is about supporting the same network and supporting our community at large. I just love that. I, I, I That inspires me and I know that we've done that ourselves. I've just started doing some virtual series and you know in 2014 I thought you know wouldn't it be great if we collaborated with the other women's organizations across Canada. Well coming up soon we're going to have on with April the 22nd with Mumpreneur we're going to be like ask us anything. Come on like ask us anything. It's a free virtual event so I'm really excited about stuff like that where we're like you know we've, this has been something we've been thinking about but it just has moved us forward to a place of action. So I think that's the whole thing too is we have to take action on some of these great initiatives that we, you know, we're thinking about, but now it's just time to, to move on them and give them a try. That's right. Yeah, exactly that. So Karen, I just want to say thank you so much um, for taking the time out of your very busy schedule. I know that you've been um, asked to speak on so many different podcasts and new shows. You were just on, was it CNN yesterday? Yeah, well, it was um, uh, Michael Landsberg's show, Isolation Nation, uh, TSN old reporter. So, yeah, yeah. So Amazing. And I can see that um, your adversity and everything that you bring to the table about that mindset is so important right now. So, you know, before we wrap up, what sort of words of advice would you give to the leaders moving through this process? What is maybe one or two top tips that you can provide us with? Yeah, and I think um, one of the biggest things is use this opportunity. Um, really, I think having that challenger mindset of, of um, what is the opportunity here to build culture, to develop my people, um, to reinforce what's important to us as an organization. So I think it really is a lot of the times we can focus on what's been taken away and what's not working and, and, and let's not undermine there has been a lot of horrible things um, and there, there will be some challenges for individuals. However, it's, it's I think for those individuals, it's how can we thrive in these times of uncertainty um, by, you know, uh, picking a growth area, looking at an opportunity and really staying true to um, uh, what contribution you can make in these times of uncertainty. I'm going to give you one of these. It's a heart because I am so, so very grateful to have this opportunity, this conversation, because I think right now that was the purpose of this um, interview is to talk with some inspiring leaders like yourself who are just doing some incredible work and have the right mindset that we need to pull through this together. So thank you, Karen. Um, for those of you that are watching and listening, this is Woman of Inspiration podcast, and we had an amazing interview with the founder of Headversity, Dr. Karen McNeil. So Karen, um, how can we find out more about Headversity? And for those listening, how can we um, find more about that work that you do? Yeah, so for Headversity, um, go to our website, um, www.headversity.com or info at headversity.com. Um, uh, so you can find us there. For myself, um, not so great on social, but LinkedIn, absolutely. That's a really great, great place to find me is on LinkedIn or my Instagram uh, account. 
um, as well. Awesome. And I will, in the link below, um, I will be including along with the recording um, for those of you that are on live here. Um, we'll have the full um, interview actually up on our site at superwomensnetwork.com. So thank you again, Karen. Have an amazing day. And I'm going to just uh, say together we're stronger. We will get through this. And I look forward to continuing the conversation on the other side with you. Great. Thanks very much for having me. You're welcome.